Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where I am just delighted to be able to physically see you. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, an issue before that happened where your face swallowed your eyeballs. I was smiling so big it ate my eyeballs and I couldn't see anymore. <laughs> they came back. They came back. That's good. I'm, I I'm... absolutely wasn't doing it to try and make you laugh while we were supposed to be recording silence so that I could then berate you for laughing while we were supposed to be recording silence. And yet, who broke first, Amber? I who broke certainly first? am not the one who broke mere seconds before I had completed the 30-second silence <laughs> moment mm-hmm. for recording purposes. Yes. We're very professional. My cheeks ate my eyes. Okay. <laughs> Why can I physically do that? I Why don't would know, a Amber. face do that? Why would the capability exist for me to smile so big my eyes just get squished back into my head? Uh, uh mutant DNA? Did you just call me a mutant? Yeah, it was a question mark. I mean, hey, what's one more thing? My DNA is already messed up. Oh dear. I have genetic disability, Megan. I I know. And it's a sore subject. I apologize. Essentially, I'm Reed Richards, but without any of the fun things. I know. It's kind of upsetting, right? Too bad. <laughs> if, if every time Reed Richards stretched, he also dislocated his shoulder. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, Sue. Let me dislocate my pelvis so I can help you out here. I know how to do 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 dislocation person. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get it back in. And, and it's just disturbing. You just go there and the enemies run away because they're just, oh, no. Oh, that's that's not right. Oh, God, that must hurt. Oh, no. He, he's able to apprehend people because they're just like vomiting. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> Human body shouldn't do that. Exactly. Perfect. Megan. Yes, Emperor. I brought you here today mm-hmm. for the singular purpose of discussing a movie. Yes. Unlike what we usually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we actually usually do that. Nope, we don't usually do that. Oh. And I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to invent something here. I'm feeling really creative, Megan. Yes. My juices feeling... are flowing. I want to hear about your juices, Amber. Tell me. Okay, so what if, so you know how, like, I like to subject you to movies that I really like that you haven't seen before? Yes. You know how the majority of those movies are actually, like, pretty bad. Like, for the most part, critics are just like, don't go see this. Yep, I do know that. What if what if we talked about like one of the movies that we did that with? Like oh. you know, it was like remember how I had you watch So I Married an Axe Murderer just now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We when did we that. Like, talk about that? Oh, okay. Well, I'm not really prepared, but I I suppose we can do that. I, I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I mean, I usually, I you know, if we were doing this in a state in, in, in you know, if this was a thing we normally did, I would like normally take you know just hours to prepare and, and really come up with really solid thoughts. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You you are known now. for your love of planning. I you know, honestly, Megan, I feel like, you know, if you if you off the cuff it, I will be absolutely satisfied with the results. Perfect. That sounds great. Not gonna criticize you. That is not mm-hmm. not one of the cornerstones of our friendship. It's is certainly not me just coming down on you like a hammer mm-hmm. for yeah, slight that's... slight inconsistencies or inaccuracies. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, why would you even say that, Amber? That's well, I just, you know, I want you to feel like this Mm -hmm. is a safe space. Mm -hmm. When is it not? Never is what I'm saying. It's never not a, you are safe here in the bad movies rock zone with me, Megan. Mm, Good. I have your back. That's beautiful. So Amber, we watched the 1993, so I married an axe murderer. (laughs) 
Well, that didn't last long. <laughs> Why do you have to give? Because to distinguish it from the 1920s classic, So I Married an Axe Murderer? Exactly. Well, the... The, the the decade in which this was made is comes into play quite a bit throughout this film. Um, oh, and, this uh, is an early 90s movie through and through. Yes, yes. Uh, it stars uh, Mike Myers. It is essentially uh, a SNL film without actually, I think, being an SNL film. Um, Mike Myers. Um, Amber, I learned from <laughs> I learned from Wikipedia that he's a popular beat poet. Oh, yeah, no, I knew that. I, just, I guess I just that's liked, his job? That's not a real job, so I, I still don't agree no, that he I, has I a job. No, I totally agree. Ugh. Anyway, um, and he's, Amber, he's just, he's had hard times. He's, he, with with love and, uh, Oh, with you the know. love. He's mm-hmm. had tar- hard times with the love. It's, is a, he, it's he, a love story. Is he having trouble finding women? Yeah, he he has trouble finding women or keeping that them. That is maybe. inaccurate. Wrong, Megan. Wrong. No. He has no trouble finding women. He has. I was. He has a commitment issue, Amber. He's he's a man with a commitment issue. It's a weird premise, but they went for it. Fine. Wait, 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 wait. He's afraid of commitment. He's afraid. He's a he's a dude who's afraid of commitment. He's a man who's basically unemployed. Mm-hmm average to look at Mm -hmm. who attracts women on the daily who are beautiful gorgeous but oh he just he's a he's terrified of commitment he just can't he can't he can't keep the relationship going because he just he gets scared i have never this is this is amazing i've never quite seen a movie like this this is okay please carry on he meets a nice butcher named harriet uh who's played by nancy travis and uh they start up a whirlwind romance he uh he gets scared by his Scottish mother that uh, she might be a murderer who, like, black widows her husbands. and uh, But he marries her anyway after some commitment issues. And then he realizes that uh, that uh, she's not a murderer after all. So, or maybe she is. Story. Maybe she, is, maybe a she is. It's maybe hard to say. She might be. The, the ending happens. The ending happens. Yeah, she she uh, she seems great on paper. She's she's a little disconcerting at times. At to- they do make you wonder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he his his mother <laughs> uses the Weekly World News. Yes, sort of like the National Enquirer as as mm-hmm. her source of, of information. And she tells him a story about Mrs. X early in the movie, right. seemingly unrelated exposition. Yeah, apropos of nothing. Yeah, weird, super weird. Except- Except for the name of the movie, but yeah. Indeed, indeed. And of course, you know, Mike Myers hits that point in the relationship where he's, he's ready to cut loose for any reason. You know, he has, he has a history of coming up with absurd reasons for leaving lovely women. Yeah, they they, they remind me of like Seinfeld-esque reasons Very for like so. uh, leaving a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The most recent one he, he accused of stealing his cat. Yes, and one other one smelled like soup. Mm-hmm. Beef, beef, barley. Uh, he was very specific like as to the kind yeah. of soup, which I, I kind mm-hmm. of respected. You know, he, he yeah. had a, he had spe- specificities. He did. He, uh, did. he told to his his erstwhile friend uh, Anthony Lapaglia plays uh-huh. Tony. Yes, the uh, San Francisco detective. Yes, uh, it, they did. This is very much set in San Francisco. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story of finding love, keeping love, feeling like you deserve love, and axe murdering. Yeah, simple story. Simple there story. Tale as old as time. Amber, what did Metacritic say about it? They didn't like it. No, they didn't. You know, 
it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. At 54 is the aggregate, and, and honestly, a lot of positive reviews, predominantly positive and neutral. And then they say that the user score is, is TBD. Okay. But they haven't had enough time to calculate it in these I past guess. 30 years. Maybe they need several hundred, but there's four negative, 12 mixed, and 14 positive. This is, oh. if, you, if you read up on this movie, it's considered like a cult classic. Yes. Despite true. the fact that it was not successful in theaters and critically poorly reviewed. Although most people will have relatively okay things to say about it. Yeah. The uh, tomato meter was at 51 for critics and 86 for the audience score. How do you feel about their review blurbs, Megan? How do they make you yeah. feel on your insides? Do you feel that justice was done to this movie? You know, Amber, this was my first time seeing this movie, as, as we spoke about. Um, so I don't have like a nostalgicness for this movie. Um, I think that the I'm relatively on board for the reviews that I see. Um, oh, well, I guess we're, we're done. We had a good run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had an okay run. Yeah. Like exploding haggis. Funny, but extremely messy. Yeah. They, <laughs> that blurb was in here, too. I feel like as soon as they mentioned exploding haggis, it's winding up in a blurb somewhere. Mm-hmm. That was a Quir- very positive review. Yeah. Quirky 90s comedy with mock horror action. Funny spoof on serial killers. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm responding mostly to the to the mostly positive reviews where they're giving them kind of B minus C plus kind of territory. So what you're saying is you hated this movie. I did not say that. And anyone who ever liked it. No. Yeah, for the most part, people either thought all of the Scots bashing was funny or was something that maybe shouldn't have happened. Uh, they Most people were pretty pleased with Myers's comedy and performance, although some of them said he should mm-hmm. have stayed in Aurora playing Wayne. Ah. Uh, because this, this movie came out just after Wayne's World and just before mm. Wayne's World 2. I think it's his second movie. I, I heard, um, I read another article that was talking about how this is one of the rare Mike Myers movies that he's basically Mike Myers in it. Where, like, he's not wearing, I mean, he is, because he plays his own father, obviously. Um, but he's not wearing a ton of makeup. He's not being, uh, you know, uh, Austin Powers. He's not being uh, Wayne guy. Um, yeah, there's there's not a lot of prosthetic work in this. He may be wearing a wig. He might be wearing a wig. But it's, yes. a, but it's like an, a, a 90s wig. It's that floppy, parted in the middle 90s dude hair. Almost bowl cut thing. Yeah. Yeah, a little longer on top, Floppy. but also sort of long in the back, you know, but like shorter. It's, it, you know what 90s hair is, yes, people. of course we do. Yeah, honestly, I think these critical reviews are perfectly adequate representation of what this movie is. Ah, I think. and why were you yelling at me? Because it's fun. Mm, I see. It amuses me. Yes. What about our agreement at the very beginning? Not, not 10 minutes ago. Ooh, that wasn't an agreement. That was just some shit I said. Oh, Okay. This, is, this let this be a lesson to you mm-hmm. get it in get writing. in agreement yeah make sure it's in writing make sure i actually agree to it yeah notarize and steal it with blood i mean this is this is really on you for letting me get away with just saying those things and really not challenging me or asking for assurances yeah good point i mean this mo- movie has very few players in it it's mike myers his family nancy travis uh anthony lapaglia that's probably how it's pronounced. Probably, and you know, some 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 random bit players as we kind of go through the um, the story. Her so, sister, you know, Nancy Travis sister. also has a sister. 
Yes, that's Kind true. of important. Don't know why you'd say that. Um, yeah, so uh, there are, I think there was one woman of color who had a speaking role. Um, yeah, she was a cop? I yeah. Say. Yeah, I believe so. Well, it was a very white movie. Uh, and yeah, the women, it was mostly Nancy Travis as Harriet, her sister, played by Amanda Plummer, and then Anthony LaPaglia briefly has a girlfriend in a date scene, which seems almost entirely to be to contrast her with Nancy Travis. Like, sure, she's beautiful, but can she hang with the boys? Yes, can she make the jokes with the boys? Mm -hmm. She could not. So that, you know, Mike Myers could really get a feel for... Mm -hmm. How good. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie. Is is his character's name Charlie? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's... Yeah. I loved it as a kid. Because mm-hmm. it, it was a movie I could watch because it had, you know, Wayne in it. Mm-hmm. So I'll give that a try. It technically is sort of a romance in that there's a relationship at the center of it. But there's mm-hmm. no, like, kissing, really. There's there's really, there's Not it's much, just yeah. it's just comedy. It's just, it's basically kind of a cartoon. Yes. That was overlaid over probably a darker, more adult script. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if, if you look, if you read anything about it, I don't know why you would, I did it for you, you essentially learned that the original script was meant to be darker. She was actually supposed to be an axe murderer, but she was supposed right. to be, like, super cool except for all the killing. Right. Yep. And the, the main character was actually supposed to be, like, a neurotic Jewish man from New York. Hmm. And they, I think it yep. was, they were supposed to be, like, Annie Hall meets Lizzie Borden. Yeah. And then Mike Myers came on board and he turned it into an SNL sketch. Right. And yep. so there was there was a lot of, of push and pull between the original writer and the director. And so the movie you get is is essentially that. Like, there are darker undertones, and those are kind of interesting and cool. Yeah, for sure. And I think Nancy Travis actually kind of delivers on that pretty well. She in, does, yeah. In making her character, like, yeah, ambiguous. And then Mike Myers does his usual, like, Mike Myers mugging, except without mm-hmm. the excessive level of cartooniness that you expect from Austin Powers. Right. You know, there there are quotes from it that people really like and and repeat if they grew up with it. So there's that. There's there's definitely a nostalgic element and the fact that it's ultimately pretty harmless mm-hmm. as as it goes in terms of the way it treats women. The the women in the story are um interesting and but but the whole thing's a cartoon, so it's really mm-hmm. hard to fully judge it. Yep. Um, they they have about as much well roundedness and backstory as the men. Like, exactly yep they're they're all pretty one note they have a gimmick and we stick with that gimmick charlie's afraid yep. of commitment but he's kind of a goofball anthony mm-hmm. lapaglia is bored with his job and wishes it were more like it was on tv mm-hmm. yeah exactly the, everybody gets the same similar character development which is hardly any it's a it's a pretty 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 flat yeah comedy not not, not a lot of depth but honestly it, it does what it needs to does it's it's good for your tween audience yeah so Megan, Excellent. yes, Amber. Was there anything you liked about this movie that you're basically saying you hate? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Good. Thank you. Asked and answered. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> 
I I personally I enjoy... want to hear your yeah I want to sorry I'm going to interrupt you to ask you a question about uh, <laughs> how you feel about this movie because I'm really curious <laughs> and let me interrupt you to ask you the question that you're probably already answering <laughs> shut up Amber I've got a question for you <clears throat> yes Megan keep it down uh, I'm very curious about like again coming to this with with zero like I'd heard of this movie but had not seen it and so wondering like like how what's your nostalgia level at watching it like where where do you come down like is it did it give you like the the warm little fuzzies when you heard the fun lines did you um you know did you love it as much as you remember when's the last time you've seen it it's probably been amber let me finish answering my questions (laughs) i am so sorry thank you please continue i can wait Okay, good. Um, and then I just want to kind of know your feelings about the movie. Thank you. You may begin. <laughs> uh, okay. Th- thank you. I'm just really scared now. Of course you, you should be. I watched it, you know, a lot with my brother when I was a kid. I watched it with friends when I was a kid. And so there are lines that made us laugh that, that I still shout at you when we're watching it. Mm-hmm. As you noticed, uh, like, you know, it, I, the heed pants now stuff, which is, is a lot of people really apparently love to quote Mike Myers playing his super Scottish father, who is basically fat bastard without being fat bastard. Mm-hmm. And he's constantly shouting at his shockingly young son to do things for him and then mocking him for the size of his head. There's the whole thing about it. it's like Sputnik. It's like an orange on a toothpick. And it's, you know. All of that. That that wasn't really what got, what did it for me at the end of the day. I more enjoyed um, when Mike Myers is asking Nancy Travis when like on their first kind of date. Mm-hmm. Like she, you know, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Because you know yeah. that's a fun first date question. Yeah. I just I just met you. What's the worst thing you've ever done? And it has to be truly evil, evil, as in the fruits of the devil. And that is 100% shit that I've said to you before. It's something that I insist on saying from time to time. Agreed. It is also the precursor to uh, Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. So there's a lot of, there's a Shrek precursor, uh, Austin Powers precursor, etc. Exactly. So it's it's those kind of quotes. Phil Hartman's Alcatraz tour guide. Yes. I mean, we and we had this moment. Yeah. That you always, if, if you grew up with Phil Hartman, we all, I think, have this moment of when you see him, it's it's melancholy because yeah. you love him and you're so sad. And you're so sad. Yeah. So we had that reaction and then we got to en- enjoy his like very quick tour guide scene. That, that, that scene really does it for me uh, because, of course, you know, Mike Myers and Anthony Paglia are having a conversation about Mike Myers' relationship because that's what this movie is ultimately about. And they're talking and they're talking. And then Phil Hartman, the very, very stoic tour guide, mm-hmm. is like, now everybody gather around. Now this is something the other tour guides won't tell you. <laughs> and he proceeds to tell this story God. about an inmate in Alcatraz named Machine Gun Kelly who had something that they in the prison system call a bitch. Now one night he was angry at his bitch and he cut out his eyes with a shiv. And then all the other inmates took turns pissing in his ocular cavities. Oh, it's so upsetting. Now onto the cafeteria. And like in the middle of this story, Mike Myers starts talking to Anthony Paglia again about Harriet. 
Mm-hmm. And, and like something three pack- feet from, like front and center, three feet from Phil Hartman. <laughs> and Anthony LaPaglia just looks at him and like shakes his head with his eyes wide with fear as Phil Hartman just glares at Mike Myers into silence. And then he continues with this disturbing and unnecessary story. That mm-hmm. that beat to me, I find delightful. Yeah. I love Nancy Travis's character in general. I think they do make her come off as pretty cool generally. I think yeah. the yep. worst part is that she falls for Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah, the most confusing bit. Yeah. Because we, mm-hmm. we first meet her when he goes to pick up Haggis to take home to his parents for, for I guess, a, a weekly family dinner. Mm-hmm. And she just shows up from the back in, in this you know, butcher shop wearing a black sports bra and just a mm-hmm. blood-stained apron. It's so bloody. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yes. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And you just wonder, like, why, why are you interested in him? It doesn't why? make any sense. Why does this huh. do it for you? And then he, he proceeds to kind of be helpful in her butcher shop the next time he shows up, but also mm-hmm. really seems to ruin a lot of meat. Yeah, just throwing meat around massaging meat apparently um during during the filming he did antics at her so much that she got distracted while cutting vegetables and cut (gasps) off the tip of her finger which is why she's wearing a band-aid through most of it oh my they had to sew the finger back on oh my yeah wow yeah pay attention people when you are cutting when you are handling knives that is deadly mugging don't watch Mike Myers. Don't cause... keep your eyes off of Myers. Mm-hmm. I like Amanda Plummer as her sister. She She's mm-hmm. not in it a ton, but she's got this soft-spoken intensity and quirkiness when you meet her. Yeah. That makes her seem super innocent and not terribly off-putting. Yeah. So that when the turn comes and she is the one who's been killing all of her husbands. Spoiler it's, alert, Amber. It's, it's, it's great. You, it's, like, it's just, it's great she mm-hmm. <laughs> the last like the end scene the big wrap-up is you know oh i'm in love with harriet she's awesome and then harriet makes a comment about you know i could see us being together forever and there is a literal thunderclap and lightning mm-hmm. at the moment and then he starts to obsess about oh maybe she's mrs x because of all of these details right and he breaks up with her and then anthony lapaglia is like you're crazy you told me to tell you not to do this you're always doing this with women and also somebody confessed to the murder of ralph the plumber so you don't have to freak out anymore yeah you're fine everything's fine so he runs over to her and says let's get married essentially Mm -hmm. yeah beat poets at her and uh oh that's true because she says no at first yep yeah i don't know if we we were really clear about this but he is a beat poet which we know because we see him doing beat poetry and his beat poetry is literally putting his exes on blast with photographs of yeah. the exes behind them, behind him, using their real names. It's some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's a, the, the first scene of the movie is, you know, shots of San Francisco. And then we follow a cappuccino cup mm-hmm. around like a beat poet cafe. You know, they pick up the dirty cup and then they, and you follow it on the tray and then they clean the cup very, very briefly. Very poorly. Not very well. And then they immediately put another cappuccino in it and they give it to Mike Myers, who just immediately starts mugging about how big it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he does a poet about his latest ex. Mm-hmm. She stole my heart and my cat. Oh God, it's so bad. It's it's so good and so bad all at the same time. If I what I really wanted was that at some point before he does this poem, this guy gets on stage to do his poem titled 
An open apology to the aliens who abducted me and whom during a panic attack I wreaked great havoc upon their ship. Autobiographical. I want to hear that poem. Yeah, who doesn't? It's beautiful. And the applause afterwards make it seem like it was pretty It was actually good, yeah. Yeah. That makes me so sad. Yeah, when he breaks up with Harriet, he puts her on blast. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Harriet, sweet Harriet, hard-hearted harbinger of haggis. (laughs) To be fair, her heart was not hard. Like, he's lying in these. He is 100% lying in these. She was was open. She was, I mean... She was open to sex on the first date, and mm-hmm. she was she was clear about it. He was all, if we kiss, then we'll probably have sex. Which one? Why? What? You just met this woman. She invited you up for tea, and you're just like, well, clearly she wants sex. I mean, she did. And mm-hmm. I love that she was like, well, if we kiss, we'll have sex. But I think it's too soon for that, so I should probably go. And she just said, I want sex. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Come upstairs. Come yep. upstairs if you want sex. <laughs> just That's great. Harriet is a great woman. And and I think it probably they were trying to make her idealized to a certain extent. Like, what would a commitment phobe guy be into? You know, someone who's brilliant and sexy and funny and likes his jokes, but mm-hmm. can also hang and play the fun guy games. Yep. And wants sex. And also wants sex and will mm-hmm. demand it when she yep. when she wants it. When they finally do come back together and she agrees to marry him and they get married, they go to this, you know, beat poet retreat. And there's there's all these hijinks happening where Anthony LaPaglia finds out that the person who confessed to the murder of Ralph also confessed to a bunch of other things and is a crazy person. Right. Yep. Like, they also killed Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And then they finally decide to do some police work. Yeah. So they send a picture of Harriet to the lounge singer guy and the Russian martial arts friend and, like, oh, the, the three missing dead men. They're like, oh, yeah, that's 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 his sweet Harriet. That's, yep. that's, that's, that's the his... woman he was with when he died. Mm-hmm. And so he rushes up to Mike Myers to tell him he's in danger. And Mike Myers is like, oh, crap, I'm going to die. I should not leave this hotel and somehow be alone with this woman that I think is about to murder me. Right. I should be pressurized by everybody else in the inn who's like, like, (laughs) literally putting me on a chair with my new bride. They're on their honeymoon with my new bride uh, and and like thrusting us into the honeymoon suite for sexies. And so, um, yeah, but I shouldn't, like, go to my literal car that I have literally outside because... Yeah. Now's not the time to drive away. I'll just lock her in a closet. Ha ha, I'm safe. (laughs) And then I'll see this note. And this is, again, I am describing (laughs) so much information just to get to the funny part for me. Uh Uh-huh. He finds a note... That is essentially a, is a note saying to, to Harriet from him, I can't take it anymore. I'm going to go. Yep. And so she doesn't even know that her husband's died. They all yeah. literally left her on her wedding night. Right. So, so she which is, thinks, yeah, she thinks she's just having a hard, hard run of, of luck of love. And she hasn't told him this because she's, I guess, embarrassed or, or feels weird about having been married before and then having been left so many times before. How she wouldn't know that those people are dead and how the cops wouldn't have, like, it's not like she's using an alias. So, like, why wouldn't the cops have, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so, so she has no idea that these past people are dead. Mm-mm. And she's been extra squirrely this night because she keeps expecting him to leave t- too, as opposed to she's yes. about to murder him. Mm-hmm. So when he sees this note, he then sees her sister Rose in this, she's wearing sort of like a, one of those plastic 
ponchos. Yeah. I guess because uh-huh. it's raining over this white dress. Her hair is crazy. She has a hatchet and she's just pointing at him saying, you are not supposed to be here when the note has been written and placed upon the desk. Do you understand this? <laughs> she's very specific in her needs. <laughs> You are ruining the continuity of my murder plot. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter why she did it. I guess she wanted Rose to herself. They live together. Who knows? Yeah. It, it super doesn't matter. There's this super cartoony cat and mouse thing between Rose and, and Mike Myers up on the roof of the mm-hmm. hotel. It doesn't matter. Whereas he's he's strangely, even though his life is being threatened, he's strangely opposed to like breaking a window to get back in the <laughs> in that might be too hard or i might shatter glass or somebody could be hurt i like so you know i think the plot of that is fine i i think they they do a good job with nancy travis's character of of making her seem a little scary and sketchy Mm -hmm. it's you know when when he asked the question about you know doing something evil doing something truly brutal to somebody Mm -hmm. her response is fantastic yes brutal is totally is a totally subjective word is basically what she says we might, what might seem brutal to someone would seem completely reasonable to someone else. And mm-hmm. then she just takes this aggressive bite of her hot dog and looks away from him. <laughs> like, it's just this. Oh, there were so many hot dogs in their romance. There were a lot of hot dogs in their romance. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. She also has another moment when he's, when he's like full freaking out at this point. He, he's pretty sure she's Mrs. X and or he's gotten to, into that commitment phobe place when she mentioned that she she could see them being together forever. And so they're in bed. He's flipping out. And she just like, I feel totally safe with you. You know, I feel like I could tell you anything and you won't judge me. Like, have you ever stood at the edge of a cliff or a subway platform and thought just for a split second, what if I pushed him? And, you know, and it's great because you won't judge me. It's like, you know, because I could do anything to you in your sleep. I mean, you're just lying yeah. there on your so side. I could, I could just stick a needle in your ear. <laughs> and then she sticks her finger in his ear. They both scream. <laughs> it's off-putting. And she yeah. plays it so well. Yeah. She tries to make him drink a smoothie after he'd read about po- after he That's right. Watched a uh, news program about how poisoning is up. Um she comes in insistent that he drink her smoothie. That's a poisoning's happening. He's, I believe, he's he's using a thigh master while that's on because well, it's the nineties. Must, yeah, that and spin doctors. You got to have it. And reading the manual while using the thigh master. Oh, so much. He's then reading the manual again later in bed. It, that mm-hmm. manual is really doing it for him. Yeah, apparently. I also really like the dynamic between Alan Ar- Arkin and Anthony Lapaglia. Like Alan mm-hmm. Arkin is his his boss, you know, his and yes. Anthony Lapaglia's character, you know, he really wishes that, you know, being a cop weren't so much paperwork and we're more, you know, chasing somebody through crowded squares and mm-hmm. commandeering vehicles mm-hmm. and, you know, dangerous things. And, Anthony, and, and Alan Arkin's character is like, yeah, no, I, I can hear how that that does sound like fun stuff. But you have to understand the paperwork is just an important part of it. He's it's like, and how come you're never dragging me into your office, yelling me about yelling at me about my antics and telling me that, you know, you're, you're going to have to answer to the commissioner for it. He's like, well, actually, I don't answer to a commissioner. I answer to an elected body. And <laughs> he's just so sweet and sensitive and just it's supportive. Great. And later in the movie... Because Anthony, Anthony Lepagli was so sad, he then storms into his office and he's like, I hear you've been asking homicide about this case you're not even on. I'm sick of your antics, Italian boy. <laughs> and then he leaves and he comes back and he's like, so how was that? Was that, yeah. mm-hmm. um, 
you know, it's I, I, I didn't feel quite right on the it was the Italian slur too far. <laughs> yes, just yeah, it's very it's 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 uh yeah, it breaks the usual like stereotype thing that happens with a commissioner or a boss and a mm-hmm. cop. Yeah, it's, it's it makes it fun. It was it was it was cute. So so that that those are the things that stuck out to me that I still felt were funny enough now. Mm-hmm. But that yep. really made it fun and nostalgic for me before. Yeah. It's just like yeah. these these kind of simple, funny, unexpected things that I, I hadn't mm-hmm. really seen before in a movie that I kind of considered adult. Yep. Yeah. That's what this movie is to me, Megan. It's beautiful. Mike Thank Myers you. is not that funny to me anymore, though. No. Yeah. I mean, so there are a lot of 90s things in this movie. Um, you know, we've got uh, we've got wipes. We've got all the wipes. We had a trolley wipe and a column wipe and a Mike Myers wipe. Like it was just you know, wild on the wipes, Amber. Uh, and you've got um, smoking inside. And then there's just like there's a Mike Myers comedy factor where he's he he likes to yell his comedy mm, at mm-hmm. you and uh make big faces uh oh yeah he pulls a lot of faces hello yeah mhm which you know it was very much his SNL characters at the time so you know not unexpected yeah that's who he was what he was known for and and honestly you know I liked Wayne's Worlds and I liked his I liked his SNL characters but you know that was that was 90s amber mhm What's today's Amber, Amber? Today's Amber's a little not, like, a little curious why Austin Powers was ever funny. Yes, I would be 100% sure that watching Austin Powers again would be a terrible bad idea. Yeah, I don't want that for myself. This no. is the only Mike Myers movie I know, other than other than Rain's World, because, again, it has deeply iconic uh, nostalgic scenes this is the only other one that I, I think I would watch again and that I would want other people to see just because, I don't yeah. know, in in some way it defines me. It's like, here's, here's a movie I really liked. Make of it what you will. It's funny and dark. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this, is, this is a time capsule of what Amber used to think was funny. Yeah, yeah. It still kind of does a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. Excellent. Well, good. Amber, uh, what would you rate this movie on the rock scale? Regrettable, outstanding, craze balls or K? I mean, it's it's a K craze balls. You know, like it's a reasonably amusing movie. I don't feel the way about it that I used to feel, but I have enough residual feeling and respect for some of the kind of overarching themes like the Alan Arkin character and the Nancy Travis character that I'm pretty satisfied with having mm. people know that I liked it and still kind of do. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I'm in the K Craze Balls realm where there's 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 stuff that like just it 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 feels very try hard. Like it feels like Oh, it's trying really, so hard. Really trying to be funny and that that sometimes is a bit much. But there's um some really good story elements and really good silliness sometimes that um yeah. yeah. A lot of the re- the critics talked about how they there are two movies here, you know, there's there's the X murder romance which just isn't good and the the family life in the Scottish household that they yes. loved and wanted to know more about, right? I read that that uh, Ebert said that, and I was like, what, "What the fuck is this?" He wasn't the only one. Yeah, that's weird. The the really negative reviews said the same thing. It's like it's two movies or a movie trying to struggle its its way out of another worse movie. And I, I will ultimately hundred percent agree that 
in terms of developing the romance between Nancy Travis and Mike Myers, nothing was done. It was just, no. it was just, it was, he, he thinks she's, she's beautiful and smart and he's, she's okay with it. She's into it. She's willing to, to go the extra, you know, that, that really says something very resilient about her as a human being that having mm, been yeah. left on her wedding night by three men that she thought were wildly in love with her. Who probably were wildly in love with her. Yeah. She's great. It's just, and she's, she's dated such a wide variety of people. Yeah. Although none of them had a really, I mean, I guess Ralph the plumber was the only one with a real job. Or a name. Yeah. Well, not, I guess not a real yes. job, but it's just a job that you consider as a long-term profession. It's like a Russian mm-hmm. martial arts expert, a lounge singer, and a beat poet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was, she, she was just mining the interesting parts yeah. of society for, for love. Yeah. It's very, it's intriguing. But super underdeveloped. Montaged. They montaged the relationship. Yes, they did. The, the sense of time in this was was very hard to really consider. Because, like, you had no idea between, you know, all of a sudden it was a montage, but you didn't know how much time had passed. And all of a sudden, like, they broke up and then they were back together, but you didn't know how much time had passed in that. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. They broke up, got back together, and then and got engaged and then got married. That was it. We were done. Mm-hmm. And then went on their honeymoon and then murder happened or almost happened. Yeah. Yeah. Is it was it was a pretty disjointedly concepted and, and achieved storyline. And you can kind of see how that was because it was, you know, multiple different ideas being mashed together to kind of create one thing. Yeah. But yeah. That's what it is, people. That's what it is, people. Excellent. And by people I mean you, Megan. Oh boy. Amber, do you have any recommendations? Oh right, that's the thing I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to recommend a movie I watched with my brother and my mother at the recommendation of of his significant other, mm-hmm. uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen it, but I've, yeah. Well, I recommend it, Megan. Beautiful. Excellent. <laughs> it's a Taika Waititi film set in New Zealand. It's from 2016, starring Sam Neill and Julian Dennison, who is the little kid, not the, well, the younger kid who was in Deadpool 2. Uh, and it's just quirky and funny and heartwarming and a little heartbreaking. And it's, you know, a, a romp through the New Zealand bush. But essentially, Julian Dennison plays a foster kid who's placed in very, very rural New Zealand bush. It's sort of like a last ditch effort. And he's, a, you know, a bad kid. But um, and with a couple played by Sam Neill and Rima Te Wiata, I believe. Is, is how it is pronounced, maybe? And she really wanted him. Sam Neill's an ex-con. It's, it's, it's all connected. But essentially, it's, it's lovely. It's a lovely, kind of comedic, kind of sweet, kind of sad story. Very, very quirky. It's mostly a comedy drama. A little dark. I'm very good at recommendations. Very good. I love it's, it. Y- the important thing is that I've recommended something good and that... Mm-hmm. My ability to explain it is is not at all correlated to how no. good it actually is. You just need to take Amber's word and know that it's good. Just, just take my word. Why do you, see Listen, exactly? Yeah. I'm done explaining myself. Yeah. Exactly. Listen to what she says at first, and then don't listen to the other things she says. But like to the weird rambling things that I say. Listen to just, the first thing, people. Just come accept on. that if I think it's good, it's good, and I shouldn't have to explain why it's good to you. You should just accept that it's good, watch it, and then be like, oh yeah, it is good for all of these reasons that I'm able to articulate, and then I'm going to lord over Amber later. Megan, do you have an Abby story? Wait, what about my recommendation? Well, usually we do the Abby story before we do the recommendations. I didn't know what you want from me, Megan. Fine. Oh, I Fuck forgot. it. You have a goddamn recommendation. I forgot what we were doing. Amber, I've forgotten how any of this works. 
I miss Adrian too. <laughs> I know. Megan, do you have a recommendation? Your lordliness. <laughs> I do. I'm going to recommend uh, the uh, TV series Snowpiercer. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it is. So, I mean, if you watch the movie, the um, Bong Joon-ho movie. Why would you have? <laughs> um, which is a, a 2013 film. Uh, this is a, a TNT uh 2020 um tv series um and it stars uh david david diggs and jennifer connelly um i will tell you it is upsetting in ways that uh are disturbing and have made me feel literally sick to my stomach um why am i recommending why am i recommending it though i really Um, don't know it's good question um it is so it's interesting because when we were watching Resident Evil, there's a lot of the same kind of feeling about it where you've got you've got this ap- apocalyptic world and you've got these people who are just trying to survive and then you've got these people who are living opulent lives and this dichotomy and this classism is just, it's it's really interesting and disturbing and... Um, David Diggs is amazing. Jennifer Connelly is also amazing. Um, kind of the other folks that they have in it are are also great. Um, and it, there's also something really interesting. If you go to like the the TNT website for Snowpiercer, like they have like I think mostly it's fan art, but also probably whatever. Um, like of like the the train is a thousand and one cars long, and like there's like these really wildly fancy cars that um, you see when you're going through the train. And then they have fan art of people who've made these like just amazing uh, uh, kind of fan art of the, of a, of a train car and what it would look like if it had like, I don't know, an aquarium in it or a, you know, an art studio. Anyway, it's, um, it's really good, but it is not necessarily for everyone. Why does the train go through the mountains? Why would you design a post-apocalyptic train to go through the mountains? Why would Mm. you make that part Mm -hmm. of the track? Why does it need to go around the entire earth? Why doesn't it just go in a circle in in a a flat area? Yeah. Good question, Amber. Excellent. Oh, Hunt for the Wilder People. You can watch on Hulu, I think. It was on Netflix. I think it's on Hulu now. Snowpiercer is on TNT, but also up on HBO Max. Yes, the first season is. Unfortunately, the second season isn't yet, and that's driving me kind of crazy. Because you're desperate to see what happens on the post-apocalyptic train of misery. Just die, Mm -hmm. people. Just accept that the human race is done and die. Why are you fighting it so hard? Mm, Yeah. Jeez. You done fucked up. Yes. Accept your fate. Any hoozles. Megan, do you have an happy story? I do. Um... This is a text that Erica sent me um, yesterday, Um, a quote from Abby. Hi, fishies. I love you. I love how you didn't die yet. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So Abby's had several fish now that have have died. She had um, she had an Elsa and an Anna and an Olaf. Yeah. And they have all passed away. But her new set of fish, who are Kristoff and um, uh, Christoph and Sven, are, wow, are just living. really working her way through the cast with yes, murder. Yes, she is. Jeez. Uh-huh. 
Um, but they've been around for several months. They are doing just fine. And apparently she's grateful that they are not yet dead. She loves how they haven't died yet. Yeah, it's it's important, Amber, to um, kind of really appreciate what you have when you have it. Sure. And what you have are ephemeral fish. Mm-hmm. Yes. Beautiful. Excellent. Well, because we're done here. Bye, Megan. We are done. I will uh, just close this up mm. how I always do, which is to say, when you walk up on Opportunity's door, don't knock it. Kick that bitch in, smile, and introduce yourself. I feel like you've really missed the opportunity to smile and introduce yourself once you've committed door assaults and <laughs> broken into someone's in. home. <laughs> yeah, just kick, kick their door in and be like, hey... I'm Amber. I'm looking for an opportunity. Please yeah, don't shoot you me in the face. Me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So just bowl your way in to opportunity. That is some alpha dumbass bullshit. <laughs> hey, man, yep. I'm mediocre, but I'm strong enough to kick down a door. Give me things. Yeah, exactly. Well, when you're a rock, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, because he's giant and he can kick down doors. Mm-hmm. He needs to come up with better philosophies, Megan. I don't like this one. Okay. This is like a might makes right meets just if I ask for it, you should give it to me kind of philosophy. He's saying introduce yourself. He's not saying take it. He's smile saying... and introduce yourself. So so yeah. thank goodness he's also handsome. So he can smile charmingly. Like, I know exactly. I just broke into your home, but, but look listen. at this face. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Bye, Amber. Bye, Megan. <laughs>